You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad. And at Folk Alliance International 2019 in Montreal, I had the pleasure of briefly meeting David Keenan. And at that time, David had a wonderful song called The Evidence of Living. And uh, a fascinating, fascinating story. And uh, I know David has been working hard and it has been difficult during COVID. And I've had the opportunity to reconnect with David. And he has brought out another interesting song, different kind of sound to it than The Evidence of Living, called Semi-Delinquent. David, thanks a million for taking the time. Wonderful to reconnect with you and to have you here. Great to see you, Austin. Sending love from Kilkenny. And um, a bit about yourself. You're from Dundalk. Yeah, I'm from Dundalk, um, originally, just outside Dundalk. And um, that's where I started really gigging as a teenager. Um, I think there's a real working class, you know, observational element to the songs. And that, that was passed down from my grandfather and uh, just myself observing the people and the characters of the small town and the the suspicion and the... Uh, you know, the idiosyncrasies of uh, living in a, in a small clannish town. And uh, I left when I was 18 and went to Liverpool Buskin and it was there really where I, uh, when I came back from that, I felt like I had a real story to tell because I felt like I'd earned this because I'd lived this, you know. And um, and that's what I've been doing ever since, really. For the last 10 years, I've been traveling with, with the music and, it has uh, it's been a passport into some amazing places within and without, you know. David, I would say living up close to the border, uh, even as things settled down and the border really became non-existent, there's still two different worlds there. And would that have had been something that you were aware of? Yeah, you could feel it. I mean, there's a, you could feel it. Um, there's a psychological border, I think, as well, and. Uh, the hangover, the hangover of the troubles and, and uh, things that weren't said. You know, as a child, you can't really articulate that, but you, you see it in people. And um, it's a psychological thing. And like the, the, the border as, a, as an image comes up again and again in my, in my music. Um, the border between, you know, darkness and light, madness and, and uh, sanity. And, and but I think it stems from that geographical thing that, that I grew up beside um, and, and in many ways as a songwriter you have the license to be able to articulate in a way that it would be inappropriate in regular conversation yeah for sure and, and that's only an awareness that's come later but I think as a kid it was a, it was a relief and it was a release and um, I mean one of the first songs that I wrote proper song was called El Paso and, and uh, it later kind of became viral when I sang it in a taxi when I, when I was about 20 but uh, I wrote it when I was 15 and it, you know the British the British uh, the British army had nicknamed Dundalk El Paso you know so and uh, in, the, in that song kind of captured you know I used to see fellas at, fo- at the football and they'd just become these, these big animated monsters and it was obviously a huge release. Of course, it was a real, it was a town of music and football, but I was more interested in what, what these kind of gatherings, uh, what, what it did to people, you know, and, uh, 
you know, a people washing element has always been a part of my music. It's what I do, you know. I'm interested in humans. So then the the recent release, Semi Delinquent, Semi is half playing halfway there. Are you halfway there or are you halfway from? <laughs> it depends what day of the week you ask me that question, you know. But uh, I think I think the song is um it's it's a kind of a eulogy to dysfunctional love and um I think again it comes up in, in my songs. It's, it's it's either me talking about you know, there's a lower power in me and there's a higher power and then uh or it's it's actually another person and that song in particular is just it's about a it's about a relationship with another person and the feeling of being uh, on the lamb with somebody and uh, like a Bonnie and Clyde thing. But it it's the first new single of this new chapter and it's uh, it's it's a big kind of brash sound and I wanted to put that out because um, it's a representation of the, the kind of band I have around me at the moment, which uh, I'm really excited by. I'm just having fun with music these days, Austin, and it's uh, I'm back to that place when I was doing it at 15 and feeling that freedom and I think uh, the two years away away from touring allowed for that perspective to, to grow, you know. And when you mentioned the two years away from group uh, touring, you are back on the road and how are you finding it? It's brilliant. Uh, just having loads of fun because during during the uh, the absence of touring, I had to readjust and figure out who I was and because I just, be, uh, you know, I, I, so much of my self-worth relied upon gigging. And when something comes naturally to you, I think I've, I've spoken to other people about this, and you find you find it difficult to get any kind of self-esteem from something that comes so natural. So I was really empty uh, by the time COVID hit. And uh, I put myself back together again really slowly. And now I'm at a place where I just appreciate every gig and, it's real freedom, so I'm really, I'm really grateful to be in this place. But people have said that I was on this trajectory before the thing happened, and that I was about to go into this, into this next level, whatever that means. But realistically, personally, I was, I was burnt out. So uh, creatively and physically and mentally, now I feel, feel able to just enjoy it. I'm going to bring you back to Montreal briefly because I know what you got to experience that time you were there was our winter, and I know you probably. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, you're probably racing to get back in February again to this climate I loved it you know it was like I remember uh, I think I put, put up a photograph at some church in Montreal and I said the cold is my ally you know because it felt like uh, it's, it's just a great uh, purifier or something I felt really tuned in and of course I was you know, in the hunt for Leonard Cohen's ghost, on the hunt for Leonard's ghost, you know, I went to see the mural and uh, fascinated by Montreal and the red lights and, and the not so red lights, you know, it was, uh, yeah, it was a real trip. I haven't been back to Canada since, but uh, I think it's in the works soon. Good, good. David, I want to thank you for taking the time. We're going to share, we've shared a little bit of the evidence living there before we chat and we'll share some of Semi-delinquent. And uh, David Keenan, thanks a million. If anyone wants to find you, you're out there on Facebook, you're on Twitter, I take it, or where where can people find you? Yeah, davidkeenan.com, and everything's up there, all the all the, the good and the bad and the ugly socials. Thanks a million, David. Thanks, Austin. Great to see you.